This is going to be a short and sweet podcast about communication, especially how your communication with others needs to shift and change as you first shift into a leadership role and then climb the ranks of leadership. This episode addresses a big pitfall, potential pitfall for so many new managers. So listen in, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team effectively and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders. I'm a leadership coach, a mom of three, a coffee lover, and a travel enthusiast. Stick around because in this show, you'll learn how to think, communicate, and act to become a confident, high-performing leader people love to work with. Let's go. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. I hope you're doing well and having a good week. I'm in the middle of a week where I'm dealing and processing a couple of personal challenges And as I'm doing this, I realized how fairly early on I started to think about who can I share this with, which made me think of this very specific topic that I want to talk to you about today, which has to do with validating versus elevating. I want to say that in about 80% of coaching conversations that I have with managers who are up to about three to five years into their first leadership role or into their leadership uh, career, this topic comes up and it usually comes up because I notice there is a lack of clarity or something where I can foresee they may be running into some of the challenges. And so I want to share this with you here. I think this is helpful to consider and to build some awareness around in order to be well prepared ahead of time. What I'm talking about is communication, but not any kind of communication. I'm talking about what to do when you don't feel well, you're not doing well, you're struggling with something and you feel the desire to vent to someone else, be this a peer, a friend, even a team member, a direct report or your boss and related to this, what you want to pay attention to when people are venting to you. Now let's look at this from a big picture perspective first. When you think about your career growth, right, there is, if this is an upward curve, sort of up and to the right, at some point, there is this inflection point where you started your first leadership role. And from that point on, the number of what we would call in quotation marks, the people problems, the responsibilities increase because Now you're managing and leading others. So you're having to hold that container for all their emotions and their challenges. You're no longer just dealing with your own. So that increases and the bigger your team and the bigger your scope of responsibility, all that grows, which puts higher demands on you. And speaking of those demands, the second sort of theme here or trend is that the higher up that you go on that chart with the x-axis being time and the y-axis being your impact and you're moving into a leadership role with greater impact, 
So your responsibilities, your people problems, your emotional sort of container that you're holding for people, all that increases. And your confidence, your calmness, and your communication matters more and more the further up that you go on that curve. So these are two big developments impacting you. And if you're new to a leadership role as a new manager, you're also likely dealing with this mindset shift and almost a bit of an identity shift from moving away from being a peer in the front to others and being an IC. You're now moving into a leadership role where you're not being friends to your direct reports, right? You're their leader, their manager, you're not their friend. You're also not just their peer, So it's different and it requires a different skill set, a different approach, different behaviors and a higher level of communication skills. The further up and to the right that you go, the more important these people skills or soft skills are going to be. So now with keeping in mind that on your career journey, you'll be exposed to these developments, these needs, right? Increasing needs and demands on you and your skill set and a different kind of skill set. Let's zoom in on this a bit more because the reason I bring this up is because it's a perfect setup for a potential pitfall that can cost you your credibility. And here's what I'm talking about. When you're faced with people problems, quotation marks, or frustrations because of decisions that have been made that impact you and impact your team because of change that you don't like or having a hard time wrapping your head around and you feel like you need to share this with someone. As an IC, you could go to a friend and just share that with a friend over a drink or a cup of coffee or tea. As a leader though, you have to be way more mindful because when you're commiserating with others, you're influencing the way that they see you. Now, if they're a peer, that may still work, in at least in the short term. If they're a direct report, however, they'll likely lose faith and trust in you because of your emotional outlash or because of how you're speaking against decisions that were made by higher ups. And that will not serve you in the long term. It erodes trust and credibility in the process. Now, if you commiserate to your boss, that also shapes their perception of you. They may start to think that you're bringing all these people problems or all these frustrations to the one-on-one calls because you need their help, not just because you want to vent. They probably think you're bringing this up because you need help. You can't deal with it on your own. You're not mastering your job yet. So they're forming the perception in their mind that you're struggling, that you're frustrated, you're not mastering this, and therefore you have work to do before you're ready for another promotion. A lot of people are not aware that they're leaving this kind of impression or they print imprint this kind of impression in their leader's head if they go and commiserate with their leader in one-on-one conversations and get and air all their frustrations. I'm not saying to never do that. I'm saying have your eyes wide open and understand that whenever you voice complaints, you are frustrated and you let it out and you vent, you commiserate with other people, it's leaving an imprint on them and that imprint will shape the perception they have on you. 
in the short term, they may feel like a bonding moment, but that often doesn't last much longer than 24 hours. And then after that, they may lose confidence. They may lose trust. You may not come across as a cool, calm, collected leader that they're going to gravitate towards, especially in times of high stress or change or chaos where they're looking for who's the leader in the room. You might not be the one that they're going to follow and listen to. Again, it applies to your directs, your peers, as well as your boss. Have your eyes wide open and make conscious decisions of when and to whom are you going to voice your frustrations to. My suggestion is that you have a support system. You have a group of people or someone outside of your organization that you can go to and you can vent, you can let it all out. You have a sounding board, you have support, you feel like you're getting validated. You're not the only one with these kind of challenges that what you're experiencing is normal. One of the things that I think is a huge benefit of doing a, a program like my Leadership Accelerator program where you're in a small group with other managers who are going through exactly the same journey as you are is that you find that place where you can share challenges openly and freely without it impacting your perception at work. It is a safe space. The same is true with people that I coach. When I notice someone has this tendency to go vent to their boss or to appear frazzled and stressed with their with their diet reports, I want to channel that and say like, bring this stuff to me. We talk about it. I'm going to be your sounding board in the process. I want to hear about it. Be conscious of how much you share, what you share, with whom you share those things at work. This is not about, and, and now some of you may be thinking, well, but isn't that bringing your full self to the workplace and being authentic and all that? Yeah, I'm not saying you need to fake it. I'm saying as a leader, you have a responsibility. And if those concerns are in your mind, then send me a message at contact at RamonaShaw.com. I'd love to chat with you about this. Because what I'm not saying is that you need to pretend to be something that you're not. But you do have to be aware that you have a responsibility that's now greater than yourself. You kind of have a megaphone in your hand when you talk. Your mood and your emotions are contagious and will impact and influence the rest of your team. You have to be super self-aware. You have to manage your emotions in the workplace. And you have to be conscious with whom do you talk about what because it leaves an impression behind and as, as long as you're aware of that and conscious of it eyes wide open you make the decisions that you want to make and you show up the way that you want to my goal for all my clients and you as a listener of this podcast is that you see and reflect on those side effects and are conscious of how you show up as a leader now, there's a second part to this, which I want to quickly talk about. And this is what to do when your direct reports complain to you. As a friend, as a peer, you might validate them in their frustrations. You might say things such as, hey, I get it. I feel stressed out as well. Or yeah, I disagree with this too. Or I also didn't like this decision. Or I'm also having a really hard time with this and that. So that's kind of the friend approach. Not to say that's the best approach as a friend to take also, but many of us have kind of adapted this habit to validate each other when, so when we're sharing hard things. But as a leader, your role now is not to validate. Your role is to empathize and elevate. So 
yes, you want to say things such as, hey, I see you're having a hard time. I'm not saying I'm, it's not about me. I'm not saying how I'm having a hard time or how I'm being stressed. I'm telling my diary report, yeah, I can see that this is hard for you or this, this really seems to be a challenge. I notice that you're struggling with this. I feel you. I see you. I hear your concern. But instead of validating them and saying, yeah, I feel the same way. And yes, I get it. And feed into their frustrations or their worries or their fears or doubts. Instead, as a leader, your goal is to help them reframe. How do they want to move forward from here? What are different perspectives to take? What do they want to do with it? What are different stories they can tell themselves about this scenario? What is within their control? What is outside their control? So you want to elevate their thinking so that they're leaving the conversation feeling better because they have an idea of what to do next or feeling better because they see, huh, there's a different way to look at this and they can reframe mentally and get themselves into a better place. And that is a role as a leader. You can also instill confidence in them and tell them like, hey, you cope with a lot. I know you're going to figure this out. I trust that this will work out. I'm confident that we will come to an agreement or that we'll get through this together. I support you along the way. You're not alone in this. Anything that makes them feel supported, they feel encouraged, they have a way to reframe or they have clarity on next steps, that's how you elevate them in the process. And your role as a leader is to do that. It's not your role to be the friend and to validate their frustrations or their worries and then leave it at that. You empathize and then you elevate. So these are two themes around communication and how you need to evolve your communication approach and your awareness around how you communicate with whom, in which situation and about what as you grow as a leader. And because of these big higher level tendencies and developments that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, most new managers fall into these pitfalls where they find themselves all of a sudden airing frustrations left and right to people, not realizing the impact this has on their reputation or the perceptions other people have of them or validating their direct reports and not stepping into their leadership role because for so long they were friends or they didn't realize the impact that they have as a leader on other people. So I hope this is helpful that you took some insights from this that you can see how to apply or be aware or pay attention to in your own life. If you have any friends or colleagues that you think should hear this too, so they can avoid these pitfalls now or down the road, please share this episode along. It would mean a lot to me. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.